Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. I'm out for a, a brisk morning walk uh, to free up my back. I've been struggling to get my 10,000 steps in the last few days. And so I'm going to make it a, a certainty today by getting out here this morning and uh, having a walk. We've got a real cold snap happening here right now that I reckon it's the coldest April on record that we're having. Uh, so interesting thought today. I find it curious that humans need to know things in order to create some certainty around the actions that they're going to take. In our country here, the 11th of May is a big deadline for us to next check in to see if things are still going well, we're going to wind some things back and open up some, um, you know, relax some of the restrictions. However, my thought is that uh, whatever they, if they do, whatever they adjust is going to be very, very minor. And uh, if people are expecting to be able to socialise and that kind of stuff, uh, again, then that's, I don't believe that that's going to, to happen for quite some, uh, some time. And if we, we get a, a slight, I don't know, not a dramatic drop in what things are, are doing, then they'll just keep us locked down. And it feels like people are, people are getting frustrated, people are getting annoyed with the homeschooling situation, are not knowing when things are going to go back to normal and all that kind of stuff. But the reality is that when people, we get back to normal, people will just do the same old things that they used to do before anyway. Being distracted and uh, being, I guess, in positions of not completely happy with where they are in their life and all that kind of stuff. They just want to hurry, and, hurry up and get back to, to that and being distracted from what's really important in their lives. It's kind of like if you knew how many days you had to live, would you respond any differently? Would you live differently? And I think the answer for a lot of people is that, well, yeah, if you knew that you only had a day to live or two days to live or two years to live, you'd probably do things a fair bit different to what you're doing right now, wouldn't you think? Um, the problem is that, um, morning, that, uh, that most people uh, don't live with a sense of urgency in their life or a sense of purpose in their life. So life just passes by and gets to a point where they say, oh, well, I guess that's what life is. And this is a curious time right now because we don't know when this is going to end. And people, generally speaking, seem to be just treading water, waiting for that moment to come where they, someone says, yep, you can go back to doing what you were doing before. And it's like, yes, I can now start living again. But the reality is that you should be living now. You should be getting the most out of your life now. You've got more time now. You can do things now that you couldn't do before. You're being forced to think differently now. You're being challenged now. And I think that 
it will really determine your character. You've heard, you've heard me say this before. How you come out of this, how you've gone through this crisis is really a very, very strong indication as to how you're managing your life right now. And I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but it's true. Those that are resilient, innovative, creative, um, positive, um, empowered, uh, growing, they're the people that are going to come out of this much better. And I can tell you with the people that I'm interviewing, the successful people from around the world right now that I'm interviewing, they're all saying how they feel fantastic right now and what opportunity is the key word that has been coming through with all of them. Opportunity to grow, opportunity to do things that you can now do that you've never had that chance perhaps to do before. Does that mean it's easier now? No, it's not, but change is difficult. Growth can be difficult. Growth comes through pain. And this is pain right now. But if you capitulate here and you just like, oh man, I just, I just need to get through to the end of this, then I'm sorry, but that's probably a really strong indication of where you're sitting with your life right now in terms of your growth, your goals, your um, every aspect of your life. So it's time to be truthful with yourself and and realize that if you're sitting around in life waiting for someone to give you something to tell you something to help you do something and you think that everything will be amazing once that thing happens then you are incredibly delusional it's a bit like if I win the lotto, everything will be okay. And that's not true, and the evidence is very, very clear on that. That most people are uh, much less happy when they have the money. They blow it all within, I think it's 18 months to two years or something. And they all say that uh, they wish they hadn't have had it in the first place because they're now in a worse position than they were before. And I know that you're probably sitting there thinking, oh, well, if that was me, I wouldn't be like that. Maybe that's true, but what the reality is, is probably that's not going to be you. You're not going to win the lottery. Uh, so the evidence is clear. Okay, so what's the answer to that? You've got to claim it. You've got to name what it is that you want. And you've got to work your butt off to get what it is that you want and not expect someone else to be giving it to you. And you say, oh, no, I don't, I don't expect that. I know I have to work for it. I would say that where you are right now, if you are kind of just sitting around and waiting for time to pass, then you don't know what hard work is right now. I'm sorry, but you probably don't know what hard work is right now. You know what hard work is in relation to what you've been doing before and how it seems difficult, but you need to maybe quadruple 
or multiply that times five before you know what hard work is. What you have to do is learn how to do things differently. How do you learn how to do things differently? Guess what? You spend time every day conditioning yourself to grow. You work on those weaknesses. You keep pushing forward no matter what. You keep looking for ways to get better. And through that process, that's how you become stronger. That's how you become a better person. How you become uh, someone that's filled with a lot more knowledge and action to get to that next level. Because that's all we want to do. We're not talking about getting uh, from where you are to 10 levels above. We're talking about taking it from where you are now to getting you to that next level. And then, when you're at that next level, that's when it's about saying, okay, I need to push further here to get to that next level. I found myself living in this delusional state for many, many years and thinking I knew what hard work was. But on reflection, on looking back, I can say I had no idea that working hard looked like this compared to what I previously thought looked hard, which was this. And part of that, I think, is just life's journey in being exposed to different experiences and uh, different challenges so that you can know what hard work is. Um, for instance, if somebody comes from, say, a wealthy family and they're just spoon-fed everything, they don't have to think about anything, the money is just there, the food's always there, the opportunity's just there, the travel's there, the luxuries are there, and you don't have to do anything about it, it's just, they're just there, then you don't know what hard work is because you haven't been forced to work for any of that. It's just been given to you. So this is the time. This is the time to really have honest discussions with yourself and check in and say, well, actually, how am I responding to all of this? I could, I could uh, launch into a whole range of different things that I say I'm not happy about this. Well, let me give it a go. Shall I? So the first one is, yes, I've lost uh, a bunch of clients right now because of the fact that I can't have them physically in my studio. Um, if I just focus on the downside uh, for a moment. The kids are being homeschooled, so that means that I'm distracted three days out of the working week by having to assist the kids and feed the kids and, and do all those kinds of things. I'm having to learn things to teach them that I, I've got no idea about. It's uh, forcing me to be distracted from the things that are important to me in terms of growing my business and getting my tasks done, uh, getting my workouts done, all that kind of stuff. The gym that I train at is closed and could be closed for another few months yet before I can get back into training there. I have to go to multiple supermarkets to get the food that I want because of the restrictions that are placed on how many uh, you know, things of vegetables and, and that kind of stuff that I can, I can take in one trip. I am 
uh, you know, very stressed right now because of the pressure that uh, comes about by being in this situation from a, a business perspective, um, a cash flow perspective, and uh, how long is this thing going to go for uh, in this current environment? Um, I've got to create new, new ways of uh, you know, generating income. Leads have slowed down dramatically because people don't have money. Uh, you know, it, it's making me more tired. It's putting a lot of pressure on me. It's straining relationships. It's making me frustrated. All of those things. So I'm struggling now because I'm always focused on the positive side to so, say, you know, there, there's just a, a tip of the iceberg as to what you may be experiencing, but certainly what I'm experiencing. Now, yes, a bunch of those things are present and they're real, but let me say how I look at each of those things as uh, opportunities rather than um, uh, you know, negative things. So, where did I start? Okay, losing the clients. All right, so I've lost um, a number of clients right now, but the reality is that some of them, everybody's under the, under the same sort of pressure. Some businesses, some of my clients are doing super, super well and are super busy and uh, you know, can't attend. It's not like I've lost all these clients, it's just a timing difference. So what I uh, need to do with that difference is, well, first thing was I needed to innovate. So it's like, okay, I can't physically have people in my premises, what can I do? So, okay, I have a park at the end of my street, I can use that. Gee, we're heading into winter, what if it rains? Okay, there's a park also around the corner that has a, a reasonable size shelter that I can use with one person at a time, which is all I'm allowed to use anyway. Do I have all the equipment that I need to be mobile and, and creative uh, to get everybody good workouts? Yes, I do. Uh, so, um, you know, that's just some innovation in thinking there. What can I do with the other clients? Okay, well, we can use uh, the technology to our advantage. And even though I've not provided this service before, I'm going to start providing it. And it's been accepted really, really well. And in fact, clients that wouldn't have come before for certain sessions are now attending because they can easily do it from their home and they can have other family members join in as well. So that's been really good. This whole crisis has provided me with an opportunity to connect more deeply with the clients uh, that I do have and people that I don't have. And uh, just talk, having conversations with people the extra time that I have, I'm using to spend to focus on being in a better position on the other side of this. So I'm looking at, at those, those areas where I have needed to review an update for some time and haven't had a chance to do it. So the freer hours that I do have, I'm focusing really intensely on those things. So that's like updating multiple uh, websites, creating new content, uh, creating new marketing ideas, 
um, you know, doing those sorts of things that if this virus hadn't come along, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that. Uh, now, because I've got that time, I'm like, okay, now is a fantastic opportunity to do these things. And I have a list of at least half a dozen things that I could think of right now in a snap of the fingers as to what I would be doing next. So it's not like, okay, well, once that's done, I've got nothing left. There's always something else. Now, why is that? Because I'm always thinking about what's that next thing? What's that next piece of work? What's that next, um, you know, next project? How can I grow this further? And look, I'm not the most innovative person in the world. I'd be the first to admit that. But what I am do, I'm a hard worker and I look for where are the opportunities for what's going to work for me, what seems to fit and sit well with me to then proceed with that. And so that has been another fantastic opportunity for me right now. Um, let's focus on the, the cash flow uh, side of things. So the cash flow, financially, worst thing comes to worst. I could probably shut things down for uh, you know, 12 months and not have any money come in and I'll be fine um, because I'm in a fortunate position uh, financially to do that. Is that convenient? Hell no, uh, but I could do it. Uh, so at the end of the day, if I had no clients, then I would still be okay. Now, obviously, I've pivoted and worked out how can I keep, um, you know, probably 70% of my income still coming in by virtue of the work that I'm, I'm doing and getting clients at work uh, with me remotely and one-on-one and -on -one in the park, etc., as well as my, obviously my group sessions. Um, so just yesterday I actually just picked up uh, a new client, um, but leads are very slow. So you know, everybody is hanging on to their money. So what does that mean? It means that I can use this time now to create some different opportunities, some different marketing um, around this space to say, okay, is there something that I can offer people now that they're going to want to take that's going to be a lower entry point for them uh, so that they can you know, continue on there or start a health and, health and fitness journey. The key is coaching. That's that's what the key is, to get people to get coaching because there's so much, uh, you know, free classes and that kind of thing out there. Um, it's the coaching to get people to change behaviours and stuff. So, you know, there's some opportunity there as well. Let's talk about the homeschooling. So homeschooling, uh, yeah, is it convenient? No. Uh, but what's the opportunity? Well, first thing, I no longer have to spend the time rushing to get the kids already in the morning, driving them to school, driving back home, and then at 10 to three, um, driving back to school, waiting for them, driving back home. So that, that whole process is really a few hours um, at each day. So I'm not having to do that. So I, yes, I am then having to spend a few hours uh, with, uh, with, with them over, overall in terms of teaching and that kind of stuff some days are bigger than others but uh, the other opportunity is that well one I'm also getting to understand uh, what it is that they're actually learning what are the subjects that they're they're doing where are the challenges that they're having within that space uh, it enables me to connect more with them because I'm spending more time with them 
getting a greater appreciation for how difficult or otherwise their schoolwork is. Uh, so, you know, that's a great opportunity as well. Uh, if you want to see it that way. And this is the thing, isn't it? Everything that I just said has, yes, some implications uh, where you could say this is all bad, it's all negative, but what's good is always available. What opportunity is there is always available. You just have to look for it. And this is the problem. This is the difference between success in life and between struggling and just, you know, getting through. You've got to change your mindset so that it's one of growth and continual growth. And that's where you start to get all the areas of your life changing because you're just looking at things completely differently than you did before. So I think it's time for you to check in and say, okay, which side of all of this am I sitting? Am I waiting for something to happen? Am I waiting for, a, like in our place, case, a, a person in Canberra, the Prime Minister, to be telling us, yes, it's okay to go back and do the things that you were before? The reality is our life is not going to change fundamentally on the 11th of May. There might be some things that change, but a lot of things will not change. I think until we get cases of zero, things will not fundamentally change. And so what you're going to do is build yourself up to this date and say, yes, 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 let's see what happens. And then boom, you're going to be let down. So you've got to be preparing for that now. And for me, honestly, it doesn't matter what they say. It's still business as usual for me. Yeah, if they said you can have people back in your studio, then obviously I'll be contacting each person and saying, look, we're back open. Um, you know, I want to see you soon. Uh, but the reality is that's not going to happen. So, you know, it's another challenge. It's another obstacle. And you've got the chance to respond in a way that's going to serve you for the future. I know it sounds harsh to say that, you know, the way that you're responding to this right now, if you do feel, like, be honest with yourself, if you're waiting to, you know, enjoy life again because or once this finishes, then you're not really living the life that you need to because it's an inconvenience but it shouldn't stop you having a fantastic life uh, just the way you are. So, time for honesty. The truth check. Test in, uh, check in with yourself. Alright, that's me out for today. Just walked to the top of a hill. Now walking down the other side of it. I'll see you tomorrow.